episode three of the Mending the Brokenness series. Tonight, we're going to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness is step three in my process of healing. The purpose of this series is to help you all get through pain or trauma that may be hindering you from moving forward. God gave me a seven-step process that I am sharing with you all. And I'm also including my own experiences so that it will help you move forward in your life. I hope and I pray that, you know, this blesses you all. As I stated before, it's not a religious podcast, but at the same time, all I know is God because that's what I had. My life is not perfect. It is what it is. I'm a work in progress just like everybody else. But one thing I do know is somewhere in the good book it says, come as you are. You know, and, and from everything that I've seen in the Bible, you know, God has taken a lot of people with messed up lives and he's changed them. He's changed them for the better. So with all the messiness that has happened in my life, I can honestly say in this day and time that I'm one of those people. And I'm not without flaws. If you're looking for the perfection, look at somebody else because it's definitely not me. But I'm a genuine person. I'm real. And I truly, truly care about helping people. That's why I believe in being transparent with my journey because I'm still on it. We all are. I just learned how to enjoy mine and find peace. All right, y'all, let's get into this. All right, let's talk about it. Tonight's episode, Men in the Brokenness, and we're talking about forgiveness. What is forgiveness, actually? A lot of people be like, oh, I forgive you. No, that's not how forgiveness works. Forgiveness is actually a process. And... I don't know about you all, but it's not necessarily the easiest process. Basically, you are releasing anything and anyone that hurt you. The forgiveness is not for them, but it's actually for you. If you don't forgive an individual or let a traumatizing situation go, it will live rent-free in your mind and affect every aspect of your life. In some ways, that situation or that person becomes a master of your life. You're thinking you're building, becoming a better person or you shutting people out for whatever reason. And it's all because of that one situation that changed the direction of your life. So we're going to figure this out. We're going to try to work together. And, you know, basically with your forgiveness journey, with your journey and finding yourself, with your journey and becoming you, Hopefully you listen to this podcast and you continue to see how it can help you help to deliver you from any situations that you may have. This is not a perfect podcast, guys. I may trip over some words. I may make mistakes, but just know that it's all love. I am currently 43 years old and I am finally experiencing the full impact of being healed. If I had known that the feeling would give me this much peace of mind, I would have done it a long time ago. 
every bit of anger from my childhood, dead-end relationships, disappointments in life, and self-doubt kept me from reaching my full potential. It wasn't until I really understood a few scriptures, which they, and, and here's the thing, these scriptures aren't even long. Ephesians 4.32 from the New Living Translation um, says to be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. So that was so to me, I was mad at that scripture for a minute. Y'all, I was just like, oh my goodness, no, 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 no. So you telling me I can't be bitter? I can't have a hard heart, a hardened heart. I wanted to be mad and angry. And it's like, I can be that way, but I can't really get on my knees and say, Lord, forgive me of my sins and expect him to do the same for me. So, you know, that that particular scripture, it may not seem like a long scripture, but it is definitely impactful. Another scripture I had looked at was 1 John 1 and 9, which it says, and it's New Living Translation says, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So I'm like, okay. So if I talk to God, I tell him, okay, God, I may have beat this person up. I may have sat on this person. I may have told a little lie. He going to forgive me, you know. And the answer is yes. And I'm looking at every single thing. And from all the teachings that I've learned over the years, every single thing that we do in this life is forgivable. The only thing that's an unforgivable sin is blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. That's it. Everything else is forgiven. Everything else you could forgi- you could be forgiven for. So it's like, wow. So you could be forgiven for murder. You could be forgiven for racism. You could be forgiven for anything that's out here except, you know, blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. You, you're not supposed to do that. Then I looked at Ephesians 1, 7 through 8. And saying he, meaning God, New Living Translation, is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave us our sins. He has showered his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. I realize that God sets boundaries that we cross daily, and yet he loves us anyways. We don't deserve God's love at all. You just imagine if you're a parent. Close your eyes for a second. And think about your child that you love so much. And the fact that your child is innocent, did absolutely nothing to anybody. And now your child has to be humiliated, beaten, and murdered right in front of you for to save everybody else that don't appreciate them. And you're supposed to just sit back and do absolutely nothing. As a parent, that would drive me crazy. And my children are adults. So just imagine how God felt. And the fact that no matter what happens, we still don't listen to him. You know, I was like the Ten Commandments. I was like, man, 
is he you know they're not long either it's like that thou should not steal that should not kill that should not commit adultery all of those things they're not even long things but they're so hard for us to do and we're like rebellious kids just because god said don't do it we want to do it but yet we get on to our kids because we're like oh we don't listen yeah they don't listen and we chastise them but then we feel a certain way when we don't listen to god and he chastises us Y'all, we can't have it both ways. Then I thought about in the forgiveness process, Matthew 6 and 12. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. That is powerful. Because God's basically telling us if somebody owes us something, let it ride. Let it go. I don't know about y'all, but when somebody owe me some money, I want my money. I want all my money. Or if somebody tell me they're going to do something, I'm expecting them to do it. But with that one little phrase of scripture, it's basically then God just letting us know. Regardless of what someone has done to us or what they owe us, we got to forgive them. If he wants, if we want to be forgiven by him, we got to forgive them. That's why I said forgiveness is not easy because we all have this get mentality. We want to get everybody like they do something to you. You be ready to get them. You be like, uh-uh, I'm going to go off, go off. And with God, you can't go off like that because like, uh-uh, you better forgive them. Like, wait a minute, God, but she said something about me. No, God, like, no, you got to forgive him. And that's just like in my life. Guys, with everything that I told y'all from, from the, the example that I used um, pertaining to my life and courage, and then also what I used and when I'm talking about faith, all of that anger, all of those things that happened to me, I had to forgive everybody that hurt me. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was addicted to the pain. Like that pain that people, what they had done to me, I didn't want to let it go. And I held on to it so tight. So when I tell y'all, it was so tight. It felt like I betrayed myself if I tried to forgive the people that hurt me. But what I didn't know, I was playing with my own soul, my own life, my own spirit. Because if I would have died carrying that with me, I would have went to hell. That's just the bottom line. You can't love God and have unforgiveness in your heart. He make it plain as day. It's simplified, but it's plain as day. If you got unforgiveness in your heart, can't expect God to forgive you. And you allowing someone to keep you from getting your salvation. I don't know about y'all. I don't like the heat. So hell is not a place that I want to go. I realized that if I attempted to follow Matthew 6 and 33, which states, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. Maybe my life would turn around for the better. 
if I would actually believe God's word. Forgiveness has definitely been a journey and it's a process. Forgiveness was and is not easy to do. Forgive others though, not because you deserve it, but to set yourself free. According to the Mayo Clinic, there are some benefits to forgiving somebody. They're saying let go, letting go of grudges and bitterness can make way of improved health and peace of mind. The Mayo Clinic stated that forgiveness can lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, fewer symptoms of depression, lower blood pressure, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, improved self-esteem. Well, I can truly say that I experienced and overcame all of these things and so much more. The first thing that I had to do was to forgive myself. I had to learn to love on me. Nobody said that sometimes that process could take years, but in my case, decades. I turned my pain somehow into love for others. I didn't realize that my love language is caring for others. I buried myself in work, caring for my children, going to college, and I finished I had my master's, traveling, volunteering, painting, etc. Whatever I could possibly do to stay busy, I did. It wasn't until I became an empty nester that I had to face everything and every pain head on. The pain was unbearable. Y'all do not understand how unbearable the pain was. It felt like someone snatched my heart out of my chest and I was watching myself slowly die. And I wanted it. I wanted death because death was more like a comforter. But I had to rip the Band-Aid off. Ripped the Band-Aid off that I kept putting on myself. And I had to see the scars of life and what they really were. I ripped every sore, every pain. I just ripped everything off. And I just allowed myself to bleed all of all the pain and trauma. And I just gave it all to God. I just gave it all to God. I had to. I fell into a deep depression that could have claimed my life. But I can honestly say that God sent two angels to save me. And those two angels know who they are. And I love them very, very dearly. I scared them. (laughs) Believe me, I scared them. But I'm so appreciative of both of them. And they're still in my life. It is easy to help others with their problems. Facing your own issues makes you vulnerable. And you kind of feel like a victim. I had to make a choice. I had to change my mindset. I had to get out of that victim mentality. I made a choice and I decided that I will become a predator in this life instead of prey.
I'm a predator and will stop at nothing to protect my peace of mind. Forgiveness is my superpower. I realized that if I didn't let go of the pain and to forgive all that were associated with it, I would be stuck in that time period in life. My foundation would be that of bitterness, anger, revenge, and all things evil. I didn't want that for myself. I knew that God wouldn't allow me to go through anything that he couldn't help me overcome. I have this phrase that I tell people all the time. I say my setback was a setup for my come up. I am able to live past the pain so that I may be able to guide others to do the same thing. This doesn't mean that you won't experience more pain. But you will not allow it to control you. Mark 12, 31 sums it up. Love thy neighbor as thyself. You can't love anyone correctly without learning to forgive and properly love yourself. All right, guys, that's my time. Join me next time for step four of mending the brokenness. I'm your host, Jay Marie, and thank you for tuning in to Jay Marie Speaks.